0: Hi, on today's show, we'll be discussing veterans and Medicare. How many veterans are there? Do they get benefits? How do Medicare and VA benefits work together? All of this and more coming up on the Medicare
1: Advantage. The Medicare Advantage. Real talk by agents for agents. Now, here's your host, Darwin
0: Hale. Hi, I'm Darwin Hale, and welcome back to The Medicare Advantage, real talk for agents by agents. On today's podcast, we have a very special guest, Cullen Wright. Cullen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Darwin. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. Where are you coming from today? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh,
1: where are we now? We're in Tampa, Florida. And what room are we in? The verdict room in a courthouse that was turned into a wonderful motel. Yeah, and that's
0: something, and what were we talking about before the show? You said it was funny how we're talking about one thing,
1: and they used to talk about another. Uh, Well, this was the verdict room where verdicts and sentences were actually imposed, and part of our industry is to avoid misery and save lives, and this room's really going full circle because this is the room where literally misery was probably sentenced, and lives were literally ended. Yeah. decisions made in this room.
0: Yes, misery in the form of justice for yes. prior
1: misery. So,
0: hopefully, two negatives uh, make a positive in that case. Yes. Well, so, Colin, tell me a little bit about veterans. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of confusion, I think, about what and who a veteran is. But what and, what and who is a veteran,
1: and how many of them are there? There are about 22 million veterans in the United States. Wow. Um, there is, uh, as you said, there's a lot of misinformation. Uh, I run into people that frequently don't think they're a veteran because they didn't deploy to some sort of a conflict. And uh, basically as soon as you say your oath and the last words come out of your mouth, so help me God, and you drop your right hand, you're a veteran. Uh, They just come in different flavors of combat veteran, deployed veteran, all the different branches.
0: Okay. So if you wore the uniform, is it safe to say you're probably a veteran? Absolutely. Okay. Unless that was your dad's uniform, right?
1: <laughs> uh, so, so, do veterans get benefits? They do. Uh, the VA has a tremendous under-enrollment problem. Out of the 22 million veterans out there, there's just a little over 9 million that are even enrolled. Uh, there's two gates that they have to go through. The first gate is eligibility. Eligibility is a, is a time criteria. It's two years of active duty. Mm-hmm. And then we do have a tremendous amount of Guard and Reserve forces in the United States that have also been called to active duty. So a Guardsman or a Reservist has to be called to active duty for a period of an order. They'll receive a piece of paper in the mail that's an order you are to report to such a location and for such a duration of time. Okay. If it's not for training and they complete that order, for example, they went to Bosnia or Iraq, or it could simply be to go work at for wherever just to help with the workload that's there. If they complete that order, then they're also eligible. Okay, that makes sense. The next gate is qualification and qualification basically comes in the form of either injury or income. Uh, The VA has the position that if we broke it, we'll fix it. So if you were injured while you were in military service, you are welcome to be treated at the VA for that care. And then I think there was a conscious decision made where they said, well, we've got more capacity. Who else could we help in the veterans community? So there's an income table for every county in the United States. And if a veteran or a veteran and up to seven dependents makes under the income threshold there, then they're allowed to come in under one of the other priority groups.
0: Hmm. And, and you said health and veterans. So when I think of the VA. I think of like I hear about the GI Bill and I
1: hear about all kinds of stuff. So is there more veteran benefits than just health? Absolutely. You've got multiple buckets under the VA umbrella. You have the VA mortgage program, which we all know about, have used. You have the VA medical care, which is more specific to what we're talking about today. You also have the disability and compensation pension section, which works closely with the medical care because the medical care is typically where the foundational information is built for those disability claims. And then there's also association with a burial benefit for veterans as well.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So there's a lot of different areas. And, but you mentioned you're more focused on the, the health side of things and the benefits for the VA, right? Yes.
1: That, that's the veterans that, that we think we can help the most. Okay. And then you said
0: that there's some, some terms under which you would qualify. If you do qualify, are you just automatically all fixed up? Just, happens and you're going to get your benefits, or do you have to do anything?
1: You, you have to take some active steps. Once you're through the eligibility gate and you meet that time stamp, then you need to either enroll if you're below that income threshold, or you would have to get a claim uh, founded for a disability compensation pension. Uh, if you do that, those are the two ways you enter the system, but you have to take proactive steps to do those. both of those. Okay. Can you just fill that form out or do you have to go to an office? Or You can. There's a lot of different ways to access your benefits. I think on the far ends of the spectrum I would say uh, you would pay some portion of money to an attorney to do it, maybe maybe not optimal. And then on the other end of not optimal is you could do this by yourself. I really don't recommend either one of those ways as your first course of action. Uh, There's a creature out there called a veteran service officer and they come in many flavors. Uh, You have volunteer veteran service officers, like myself, who work with a veteran services organization, a volunteer organization, maybe like the VFW or the American Legion. And they're typically not compensated. There are some at the state level that are. And then you have service officers that actually work at the VA. And then you have the one that is sort of bubbled up as our favorite uh, amongst the ones I've had contact with, and that's your county veteran services officer. Uh, They're typically always accredited. Uh, They're trained, and most importantly, they have a habitual relationship with the next step in that process. Mm -hmm. Uh, For here in Florida, it would be the person that sends it to, I assume, Tallahassee, and they're regularly back and forth. But every county? Every county has one. In every state? In every state, or there will be a region that may be covered. If you have a very lightly populated area, it may be like a six-county area that has one, and there's another layer on top of those as state service officers as well. Okay. But we like that one. It's paid for. You're already paying for it. Your tax dollars pay for that uh, person, and they work for you. They really. They're not associated with the VA. Not associated with a service organization. Well, Colin, this is great stuff, and I have a
0: few more questions for you. And I'm sure our listening audience is going to want to stick around. But right now, it's time to hear a word from our sponsor. So stay with us, and we'll be right back.
2: What would you want your job to be like? As soon as you can answer that question, then well, hey, Advocate can help you. Find your niche. Are you interested in becoming a health and well-being advisor? Advocate Health Advisors has the answers that you are looking for. I... I've made more friends in this business than any other business I've had. People just like you have found their ways into this rewarding career, and we hope that we can introduce you to the benefits of becoming an Advocate Health Advisor.
1: Advocate has seemed to continue to grow, and so like I mentioned, I used to have one company with them, now I have almost every company with them. If they weren't doing a good job, I wouldn't be doing that.
2: There are many rewarding moments that you will have helping others, all while achieving the personal satisfaction of reaching your financial objectives happiest times are walking into a senior's house and hearing about when they were a kid. It's, it's, you walk out with such a full heart and you know that you made a difference for them too.
1: If you do the right thing for people, the right time, the the money or the rest of that stuff, it, it, it just comes. It follows.
2: Some agents are leaving money on the table because they choose not to sell Medicare products. That's not us. We have the proven tools to help you not only grow your book of business, but retain it
1: having Advocate and their tools and their resources, quote, you know, all of their little emails, their phone calls, their, their webinars. I mean, they're just so full of resources that you, you will find the area that you need to grow in and do just that with Advocate.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Medicare Advantage. We're continuing our talk with Cullen Wright the Veterans Initiative Director at Advocate Health. So Cullen, we were talking about veterans and you know, we are kind of in a, in a courtroom. So can you get in trouble if you apply for veterans benefits and, and you do it one way or the, the other? I mean, you know, um, what if you don't see the veteran service officer
1: or, or if you just fill it out on your own, can you get in trouble for that or will they just say you, you don't qualify? Uh, you may get denied when you wouldn't get denied normally if you went through someone who had some expertise and training in that. Uh, the forms are not overly confusing, but the process can be. Um, the, the enrollment process is a 1010 EZ or either a claim, and I don't think I would ever recommend anyone to attempt a claim by themselves. They may could do the 1010 EZ, but it's it's always better to get that help, especially when you're already paying for it with your tax dollars.
0: Okay, but what if I'm not sure? Can I still go see the VSO even if I'm not sure I qualify or will they tell me to
1: go away? Absolutely, please do. Go ask your veteran services officer for a benefit review. If a they don't benefit do it, review, benefit review, just have them sit down and go tip-to-tail with you because you may qualify for a home loan. Whereas you may not qualify for the medical piece or you may qualify for the burial piece where you wouldn't have a disability compensation piece. So it's just best to go sit down because the proponents of veterans think that they don't qualify for things that they do.
0: OK. OK. Well, fine. Well, how, how do I find out more about about that? Is there a place that I can go to find my veterans officer or is there a way that, you know, I can learn
1: more? We do. We both have uh, two ways here. We have advocateforveterans.com, which is our website. Very proud of it. Lots of information on there to include some testimonials from veterans that we've helped. Uh, Great impact on great people's lives there. And then you can Google just whatever your county name is, Smith County Veteran Services Officer. And you're going to get a location it'll be a government building or something like that and that's where your veteran services officer is okay and then i'm done right once i find them and they give me my benefits there's nothing more i need to do you may have some follow-ups along the way it's not uncommon for a veteran to file a claim not necessarily the enrollment but a claim and have that claim returned for clarification or even denied and the veteran may have to resubmit again with new information
0: But I don't have to worry about Medicare or any of that
1: stuff because I'm taken care of by the VA, right? The VA is the best source for service-connected injury and other types of services that they provide, but they're not enough. Uh, A veteran that is Medicare-eligible is doing themselves a tremendous disservice in flexibility and choice if they don't add in there the right Medicare plan. But do do I qualify for Medicare, too? Absolutely, and that's a big misconception. People will think if they sign up for one or the other, it cancels something out or has an impact. The, the veteran has to become that smart bridge between the systems of VA, Tricare, and Medicare to learn how to, to use all three. A veteran can use all three buckets at once, depending on their status, and and none of them cancel the other out. They can be used in concert very very nicely for a veteran. And that's not like double dipping or cheating, or absolutely not. One's a benefit, one's an insurance, and you've paid for it with either dollars or service. So
0: you you you've earned your Medicare benefits and and what you paid, and then you've earned your benefits benefits and how you served. Absolutely, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Oh, well, that's interesting. And and but I mean, you know, times are tight. If I take my veterans benefits, that probably means somebody else doesn't get it right i mean if i don't need it why should i take it if
1: i don't need it really badly like, oh you're hitting on one of the biggest misconceptions out there i hear this uh, we've probably talked to tens of thousands of veterans over the last four years on this a veteran most frequently says i'm saving it for someone that needs it more than me is why they don't access that care um, it is a predictive health care model where the enrollment uh, drives the budgetary allotment from congress the next year so if you're not counting in the numbers, not only are you not saving it, I'll focus on the it for your friends and, and fellow veterans, you haven't even created the it. So get enrolled, and then you are in the numbers, you've created the it that you can really save for another veteran, if that's truly your motivation.
0: Okay. Well, well good.
1: And... Uh... I imagine that probably has something for the families too, huh? It does, and that's actually the second thing that we hear the most. A veteran will say, well, I'm only impacting myself. And out of the many, many programs that are available at the VA, uh, there's only one I really have to talk to a veteran about, and that's aid and attendance. Uh, Veterans who meet specific criteria uh, can qualify for a program called Aid in Attendance, and it can put quite a healthy portion into the family budget for home health care. Uh, if you ever lose two of the five functions of daily living, uh, it's a tremendous help. And as soon as a veteran hears that, that their spouse could get some help to come in for simple things like moving them around or bathing, uh, it, it's an eye-opener for them.
0: Okay. Well, last question. So do, do these, we talked a lot on the other shows about Medicare Advantage, do the, do the VA benefits and the Medicare Advantage benefits or original
1: Medicare, do they work together or are they integrated or are they disjointed? They're not integrated for the purposes of the two systems talking to each other like you would have two other, you know, integrated systems, but they do integrate with a veteran being that bridge. Uh, you can have a Medicare Advantage plan and your VA plan you get the benefits of if you have an Advantage plan that has prescription medications with it. You can get some medications from that one, you can get other ones from the VA. Uh, VA medications are often at low or no charge, and as well as some of the Medicare Advantage providers, they also provide some of the uh, lower tier medicines, uh, sometimes at no charge if you do a home mail order. So the blend of the two gives you the perfect amount of flexibility. You get to go to the doctor you want to, when you want to, and you get the expert care for service-connected injury at the VA.
0: Okay. So even though it's one big government, it's actually different parts of the government and you got to kind of help them talk to each other. Absolutely. All right. Well, Cullen, thanks for being on today's show. If you've been listening to today's show, we hope you have picked up some valuable information that can be of benefit to you as a healthcare professional. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please contact us at my website, darwinhale.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Feel free to pass our podcast along to anyone you can think of in the business because the Medicare Advantage is for agents by agents. Thanks for listening and have a great day. The
1: Medicare Advantage
0: Real Talk by agents for agents was brought to you by Advocate Health Advisors. At Advocate Health Advisors, our mission
2: is simple to help professional agents serve as trusted, informed, and proactive wellness advisors. We're setting new standards of success through industry-leading programs and innovative client initiatives focused on wellness and prevention. Our dedicated, experienced agent care team and nationwide infrastructure of local market leaders provide the tools, resources, and know-how to help you serve as the agent of the future today. For more information, please call us at 1-800-709-5513. We appreciate your time and interest in Advocate Health Advisors.
0: Hi, I'm Darwin Hale, the author of Need to Know, a book about how to fight and win on the healthcare battlefield. One of my favorite lessons in the book is that even though our healthcare system has the best doctors and the best technology in the world, there are still 250,000 people a year who die from medical errors. It's literally a system that can cure or kill you. So if you're a veteran or helping anyone make healthcare decisions, this is a great book for you. It's available now on Amazon.com. Please click on the link below to get the book now or see what some of our readers have to say about Need to Know.